What's going on, travelers? Welcome back to the 50th episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin podcast. I'm your host, Dalton. With me is Pharaoh. Yo, 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 what's up? This is our anniversary episode. It should be 52 weeks, but we've missed two, but then we've also made up made that up by doing bonus episodes. We did a new player's guide, but today's this episode dropping, we're recording this late Sunday night, but Monday morning the episode drops. That's literally a year to the to the day that our first episode came out. So yeah, that's um one whole year. It was just crazy. It's the paper anniversary. Yeah, that's... paper anniversary, and it definitely didn't yeah. feel like a year. No, it does not feel like a year at all. It, it's still weird that like I think of myself as like the person still coming on to the show, if that makes any sense. No, not at all. Can like, you elaborate? <laughs> I, well, okay. Like before, like whenever I first started coming on to the show, right? Yeah. I remember we kept it as like, you know, I'm going to be like a guest. Cause I wasn't sure if, if, you know, I was going to be it, like stick in it or not. Right. Yeah. Um, but so I still like, even though it makes zero sense, cause it's been a year in a weird way. I still kind of feel like it, that was just yesterday, I guess. Yeah, it's I get what just, you're saying now. It's just okay. like that. Yeah, it's just that time has flown, basically. Yeah, honestly, you know, obviously, like, other than, like, the first recording, because it's like, oh, yeah, like, it went well. And then, you know, we, mm-hmm. like, I don't think it was awkward at all. I think we kind of, like, yeah, not at all. hit especially, it right off the bat. Especially since the first thing I told you was, you need to drop, like, 50% of your podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, uh, I know it's my first day here, but you need to drop, like... 50% of what hey, you're doing. I was I was right and you know what? You you thanked me for it eventually too. I right? did. You're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the one thing that I wish I would have like did sooner mm-hmm. was like the editing. Like I I've tried to tell you that so many times. I know, times. dude. Yeah. And I, you know, like all <laughs> I really cared about was putting out a quality show. Mm-hmm. But man, I was like every um erased. Yeah. Every like uh, every like that I said, because I say um and like a lot. Right. And so, and I've been trying to be more aware of that. So mm-hmm. I don't have to do as much editing, but now I'm just like, yeah. whatever it goes. That, that's, now. that's really like, <laughs> that's what I was trying to like, you know, sprint you to where I was, because these are all like, I was this, I remember when I was the same exact way as you whenever it came to editing and everything like that and i was just like i'm, I'm just trying to tell you it's it's gonna end up being like this like don't worry about oh, it too much man. but you know it, it's one of those things where you have to learn like you know perfection is the enemy of success you know what i mean oh like, it, it definitely is because so, yeah <laughs> editing like a 45 minute to an hour episode used to take me no joke like three hours yep i remember and anyone thinks that that's crazy they're like how was that even possible trust me it is 100% possible. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Every deleting, realigning stuff because, you know, it's easy when you have a conversational podcast like this because mm-hmm. it's always my audio and then your audio and then nothing on my end. And it makes right. it really easy to just highlight and cut. But when I was, I was zooming into like, mm-hmm. not like, ha- like half seconds that's yep. how far in like zoomed into the audio file I was to to <laughs> oh man never again yep yep <laughs> well well better days now better days yes so how was your how was your week um good week went and saw i think there was two movies that i saw oh dang um yeah let me guess of, go let me ahead. guess 
You know what? I have no idea what's out there right now. John Wick Chapter 4. John Wick Chapter 4, Woods and Deep <sighs> 1. That was the most okay. recent one that I saw. Okay. Um, <sighs> probably Ant-Man. Um, Ant-Man I saw like a long time ago. Okay. But there's there was a big superhero one that just recently came out as well. Hmm. Shazam? Shazam. Okay. That's what I thought. It's Let like me... the only one that I've been seeing ads for on like yeah. anything, so... Hot hot take on these two because they're both rated. I mean, John Wick is rated extremely high on both critics and audience. Oh god! Um, and uh, Shazam is rated lower for critics but higher for audience, if I remember. Okay. Uh, but still, like pretty, but still like high ratings, I would say. Yeah. But man, I intensely disliked Shazam. Intensely disliked Shazam. Did you like the first one? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> my biggest my biggest beef with Shazam and I, I think it's just one of those things where my my brain zooms into like the stupid things that no one really pays attention to, I feel like, mm-hmm. which makes me like one of the most annoying people to listen to complain about a movie because no one really cares about my complaints. Fair but enough. it just irks me so much. But the the big thing for me is that um Shazam has always acted like a little kid when he is in his Shazam form and he acts way more mature whenever he's actually a kid. And it bothers me to no end. Like he acts like an absolute idiot whenever he's an adult and he is totally fine. And like a very mature person whenever he's young. So it's like, it it just does not seem like the same character to me at all. And I absolutely despise it. It's almost like his quirk is, to be a silly teenager in a big guy's body, but then, like, that continuity ends when he's not in that form. Exactly. and Yeah, that would and bother me, too. Zachary Levi, or whatever his name is, I think that's his name, he sure. just, like, he plays it like an absolute imbecile. So, so like, whenever you watch the second one especially, like, I couldn't just... I just couldn't get over. My eyes were like pinned to the ceiling because I kept rolling them so much every single time he spoke. <laughs> but yeah, so there's that. And then with John Wick, I was really Wait, a big real fan. Wait, real quick. Yeah. Before, yeah, yeah. before we move on to John Wick, mm-hmm. you, when you say Zachary Levi, is he like the grown up version or the kid version of Shazam? He's the grown up actor. Okay. That's what I yeah. thought. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, go he's, on. He's just way too extra, basically. Got it. Um, then with John Wick, uh, Man, I I really liked John Wick 1, you know? I, I thought it was, like, interesting because you had this whole, like, underground secret society thing, right? Which is, you know, I think what the big draw was of that. And plus, they kind of had, like, a, a little bit more of a realistic... I mean, don't get me wrong, it's still a little outlandish, uh, like, the way he was able to take down everyone. But it was still, like, they had, like, realistic-ish combat, you know? Nothing was... Yep two bananas to believe mm-hmm. um and then with the second one it got a little more ridiculous and then there was also like it broadened the scope of this underground secret society to like a really high level it's like oh wow there's a lot more people in on this than i thought and then in the third one you know like the random taxi driver is also part of the the club and like everywhere you go there's another person that's a part of the club i was like all right 60 percent of the population is an assassin at this point this is what this movie is telling me and uh yeah i can kind of see like how 
that would kind of rub someone the wrong way. Well, it's just like when every when everyone is special, no one's special. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. And so there was that, and then also like at the very well, I, this doesn't give away anything, but at the very end of of the third movie, he he does this gigantic fall from like a four story building, and like lands on oh, stairwells. At the end of the movie, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh my god! And he like he's okay after that. He's fine. And uh, then in this one. They did that like fifty more times. He was fell down from ridiculous heights and just walked away. Like I kid you not, three or four times during this movie, and I was like, okay, so this is just ridiculous now. So yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't stand it. It was just way too much for me. And I was like, all right, nah. See, so. I feel like I don't. Unless he fell through like an obscene amount, I feel like even if he did fall from like three or four stories, like my movie brain gets turned on at that point and I just don't care, nor do I notice. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I think most people do, right? And I think that, like, like I told you, like, the scoring is, like, 94% critic, 94% audience. Like, so most people obviously don't care, but, like I said, I'm just one of those people where it's, like, I, I just... You're a mega I can't, critic. I can't stop thinking about those kinds of things. Got it. Yeah. yeah well. It is what it is. All right. Well, that's the end of our. Basically, episode. don't ever watch a movie with me because you won't have fun. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, what about inside of Genshin? Have you been? Uh, well, I mean, we kind of. There's not really a whole lot going on. Biden really. the time, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, well, luckily we got so much news uh, going in. So, oh yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Well, there's some things which we will talk about, but either way, I'm excited. New content is coming, no matter what. Yep, for sure. All right. Um, well, listen, this is our anniversary episode, so the layout's going to be a little different. Usually we would go through the smaller news, take our break, and then we would end with the version uh, live stream program overview. Uh, we're going to move that program overview over to the front end of our show with a little bit of news that we got. And then in the second half, we're going to have a special commemorative section for our viewers slash listeners that have been listening to the podcast um, I opened it up for people to either send messages or they had the option to record their own voice and send it over on what they think of the show and, you know, what the show means to them. And so we're going to put that into a special uh, anniversary section right after the break so you'll be able to listen to that. Um, and then we'll pretty much just wrap up the show kind of how we normally do. There we um, go. But if you didn't notice already, I'm talking like I have already done it, but... Spoiler alert, now you know that I didn't. But if you didn't notice, there's new music. There's new music for the show. Mm. So I've been working on that very slowly. So this is like season two of the show. Kinda, yeah. (laughs) The only thing is, is the artist that I've been like using their Mm -hmm. music, he was like, yeah, go for it. Just give me credit. And I was like, cool. So I give him credit in every episode. But... He's been like on a huge hiatus, and someone was like in one of his YouTube comments because I was wondering the same thing. He didn't put anything out since like I think Hazo came out, maybe. Oh, wow, honestly, probably before that. And someone in the comment goes, Yo, where is this guy? And he <laughs> said, I'm here, I'm just busy, but I'm coming back. So I'm hoping that you know, in a year, he comes out with new stuff because it's really great. So, yeah, yeah, no, it, it is actually extremely good. So, yeah, yep. All right, so let's honestly let's just hop right into it. Um, mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of smaller news, but Genshin dropped drip marketing. 
mm-hmm. for four new characters. Did you see this? Yes. Yeah. Which one's your favorite? Which new uh, character is your favorite? I mean, I have to go with the cat, obviously. The cat, right, yeah. The one with the ears and the tail? Mm-hmm. And the eyes? Yep. Yep. Mine, That's too. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Hoyoverse as a April Fool's treat for us gave us trip marketing in cat forms of four characters. We have Diluc, Kuching, Kuki Shinobu, and the Wanderer. Um, I don't know what I thought at first because the first one I saw was Kuching. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, what? Like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Deluxe, and I thought, oh, this is amazing. This 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 is great. And then I quickly set in. I was like, oh, yeah. It's April 1st. The day? You're talking yeah. about? Yeah, exactly. That's what always gets you. Uh, there were so many, like, uh, not to get off topic, but there were so many um, jokes put out by companies that day where I'm like, oh, yeah, it's April 1st. My God. Um, so yeah, don't feel bad. We, we all fell for it at some point. Yep. So yeah. And I mean, they look great. And honestly, I think if these were real, I would, I would throw money down, especially for Deluxe. Cause the <laughs> smug look on that cat is great. Mm-hmm. I, I would 100% throw down some pretty big money for that. Oh yeah. So yeah. Um, they also gave out a code, the code, if you want it and you're like, I don't know, you're pressed for time. It's valid in, until the end of the day when this episode goes live. So if you want it, it is 4BQYGWQ9HTR5. Um, this is a code for four different dishes. They are the favorite dishes of, I guess, the actual characters in-game, but it's from the cats. Mm-hmm. And you get a little bit of Mora. So... That was also part of their April Fool's code. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you, you can redeem that by the end of the day when you listen to this uh, on Monday, um, April 3rd, and then it's gone. Yep. So 30,000 30, more and four pieces of some food. So, Ha, 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 Hoyoverse. They got us. They got, got us. us real good. They got me at <laughs> first, and then I was just like, eh. I hope they get me again with some primo gems. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine really if they, <laughs> if, if like they were, if they said, "Oh, we're doing a a six like sixty million prima gem like giveaway," and then they just divided it between everybody? Oh man, I mean, I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't well, imagine it. I'm pretty sure get? I have imagined it in my dreams at some point. So yeah. Yeah, I've had Genshin dreams before. So have I, and they are, hands down, the best dreams to have. (laughs) Okay, Uh, Spices from the West, Northerly Search. Uh, New event, it went live like two or three days ago. Uh, It will be live until the 10th of April, so if you listen to this on Monday, you have a full week to do it. Adventuring 20 or above to create the seasonings. And you need to be adventuring 28 or above and complete the World Quest Idol Teapot Talk to cook the corresponding dishes and invite characters to taste test them. When you do, you will make the seasoning 
you will go and apply that seasoning to a dish. Any dish works. The only difference is, is some characters have favorite dishes, dishes they hate, and then some dishes they don't care about. And you get different dialogue options. Uh, so you can play around with that if that if you care about that. If you don't, you can literally make the cheapest uh, meal that you can apply seasonings to. Mm-hmm. And then you give that to your char- the characters in your teapot, whichever ones you want the most friendship for. So... At least yeah. this time they had the teapot straightened out before they had this. Yeah, exactly. This was so. a uh, better go around for this event, for oh. sure. I like this event. It's like it's simple. It's not like super interesting, but it's simple and it has something that I feel like a lot of people like care about. But it's not like like I'd rather this honestly than like yeah, you know what? Never mind. I, I like the event. Let's just put it that way. I was going to say I li- I'd like it more than overflowing uh, ley lines. But then again, like, I like overflowing ley lines because I'm always out of everything. Yeah. Like, I, this is very meh to me. It's okay. it's just busy work. I like the name cards. So There you go. Okay. And I like collecting stuff. So if you like collecting <laughs> stuff, this is for you. Um. All right. 3.6 live stream. Uh, how did you like the trailer? Oh, did you? You're looking at the overview. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, how did you like the trailer? Um, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was I, cool. It, there's definitely some really cool stuff coming, and that's what I was most excited for. But yeah. Yep. Uh, trailer was great. Let's jump right into it. Wish mm-hmm. banners for phase one. This is something new. I think usually they uh, they put the brand new character first. Mm-hmm. in the first phase, and then they do reruns after, which I saw a lot of people being like, oh, I'm so glad they did this because now I can save. And that makes sense. But if depending on whichever perspective you look at it, the character, the new character is always second because there's always a rerun before it. So right. they're always second. It's just, I don't know. You just got to look at it in a different light. But anyway. <laughs> right. Nahida and Nilu reruns in phase mm-hmm. one. They are coming back. No news on the four stars. Generally, that doesn't usually drop until like the week before the banner uh, actually goes live. But we are getting Nahida's first rerun and Nilu's first rerun, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. So um, you pulling for more Nahida or no? Um, I think I... No, I, I won't go for any more Nahida. I have her um, where I want her right now. What about Nilu? You're gonna pull for Nilu? No. Okay. No. <laughs> I, I'm I'm really. Here's the thing: is that and first, it's interesting that they're doing this because um, Kave. What's his Kave? Pronounce Kave. his name. Okay. Yeah, thank God, I was correct. Um, he is kind of like a little like Nilu actually in his kit, which we'll talk about you know later on. I think maybe, okay. but. Um, and then Baizu is actually a little like Nahida, so I thought it was odd that they were throwing those. I'm really surprised that it's Nahida and Nilu right before um, these two new characters. So definitely leaning hard into the Bloom teams. Yeah, exactly. And um, but you know is what it is. I, I'm going to say it's going to be a really hard choice for people. I think just between wanting to go in on Nahida or uh, Baizu. So I don't know. Yeah. But, Nahida is definitely, like, I would say 
Nahida is for sure the better character, so I would probably go with Nahida in case anyone's wondering as of right now. That's just my opinion, though. So Got it. I think I'm going to be going... I'm going to throw everything I can get up until her banner at her for Nilu, hoping that I can get her early because I do want to collect her. Mm-hmm. Um, because I still don't have her, and I'm getting really sick of losing now that I've lost 50-50s, but... I really do want Nilu, so we'll see. I, I don't know why you want. Well, she is good. She she does have a good team. Comp, she has a good so, team. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I have a lot of characters that are already built that would go really well with her. Mm-hmm. And she's really good with Bloom setups. And I only have yeah. Sing Cho, and that's kind of like you know, right? There's only one, so exactly. It's could use a Nilu, and. Then we also have Phase 2. We have Baiju, who's finally joining us in Genshin Impact as a playable character. Mm -hmm. Uh, Alongside Ganyu for her, honestly, probably her fourth or fifth rerun at this point. I can't really remember. Um, But another Ganyu rerun. Uh, Alongside Kave, who is the four-star, he is also going to be appearing with a rate-up as well. I'm assuming you're pulling for Baiju, right? I I definitely am. How hard I'm going to go on him, I don't really know yet. I was honestly, and we'll talk about it, but I was pretty underwhelmed with him. And oh, I have really? kind of a, yep, yeah, and I have, I'll go into it, but I have a big question mark on, on a few things uh, pertaining to his abilities. So. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah, we talked a little bit about this, but okay. Um so anyway, let's jump right into Baiju, a little bit about him. Five-star Dendro Catalyst user. We kind of expected this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly would have been... I wouldn't have been surprised if they would have gave him something crazy like a Claymore or like a, a, a musket or something. Yeah. So, um, Elemental Skill controls a wandering sprite that cruises through enemies and restores HP to a teammate. Uh, this wandering sprite will actually hit multiple enemies at once or not Mm -hmm. at once but it travels and hits them one at a time it doesn't just hit one and then come back yeah um but elemental burst creates a shield when a shield refreshes or is broken not only will it provide healing but it'll also deal dendro damage to enemies Mm -hmm. so uh you use his burst it creates a shield it is very what it looks like it looks very weak like a very weak shield. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it's not going to, you know, protect you a whole lot. But when it breaks, it will provide healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also deal dendro damage, which I think is great because off field, this is this is good for, really good for dendro application. Uh, I don't know. I mean, in the video, that dendro application did not look great. It looked single target and it did not look. And I guess it doesn't come around all that often, especially if it is single target. And if it is AoE, it's got to be a very, very tight proximity. Yeah, but remember, the skill is going to jump to different enemies. Not on so, the not on the shield break. No, the skill will... This, it, doesn't the skill uh, apply dendro damage? The skill does apply dendro. And it goes from target to target, so... Right. That but, doesn't really matter. But I'm talking about the app. I thought you were talking about the application that comes with the shield. Um, I am, but you don't really have to worry about the 
application as much, especially with it being single target, if the skill goes from opponent to opponent. Yeah, but also, I mean, did you see the missile speed on that? It's not that good. And I, I do have a question as to... This is talking about the skill now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I also have a question as to how far away does the person have to be like until that breaks, will it, where it won't follow them, and everything like that. So there's there's a lot of question marks. I still don't know how good the healing is. I don't know how good the shield is. It's going It's going to have to be a very you know, small amount of shielding because like the whole point of it is to kind of break. So, yeah. Um, but that's not great either. I I think it would be good. Like, um, for some characters, I'm trying to think of one that would be particularly good on. Um, I think this is going to be huge for Sino. Yeah. Sino, it would be really good for, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say really good yet because I still don't know like all of the scaling on everything. Um, and I don't th- I don't think his application is going to be that great, even with his skill. It's not going to be good at all. It looks like with his shield, but yeah, I'll have to I'll have to see. There's still just just a lot of question marks surrounding this character, and mm-hmm. beyond that, nothing he does looks very cool. Like um, his animations are very subpar to me. Yeah, yeah. I was the- expecting a lot more for a character that I thought they were like modeling a little bit like, you know, kind of an Orochimaru edge to him. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't think they were modeling. I mean, like, yeah, I guess like the snake, I guess, but snake like, scientist I, mysterious. He's a doctor, not a scientist. Orochimaru well, is not a yeah. doctor. <laughs> well, I mean, he's as close. I don't think they have like set doctors in, in Naruto. Lore, yeah. They but... have medical ninja. Well, yeah, but they're not like no one's like uh, Doctor Sakura. You know what I mean? Like they don't really have that. It's just you're kind of a medical ninja, which he is, or you're not. But he's I don't a, think he's, he's a medical ninja. Yeah, he he does know healing. He, he knows healing to a, a degree that's beyond anyone else's, basically. And and he's a certified biologist as well. So like he that's his whole thing he's i, I don't do not challenge I mean, me aruchimaro is more friend. like aruchimaro is more to me more like Dottore than any other than a real doctor he is very much like Dottore, but at the same time like baizu baizu definitely i mean like he's got a snake around his neck bro don't yeah. tell me that he's nothing like him. They're both doctors. I think dealing you're, with, you're dealing trying with, to draw a parallel to one specific thing. Dealing with healing. And... They both have an affinity for snakes. Like, there is something 100% there. Messing with life and death. Hello? Okay, th- see, that's a parallel that I that I accept. That you can get behind, but yeah. But that he's, like, now. healing? Like People, get in the comments here. Back nobody, me up. Nobody who watched Naruto... <laughs> Is going to be like, oh yeah, I remember Orochimaru healing. No, nobody's saying that. Nobody's like, oh yeah, remember Orochimaru? He healed that guy. No, he's not but saying I mean, that at all. Okay, like you're getting hung up on the directly seeing him heal thing. Like he knows so much forbidden jitsu and can do literally pretty much anything. So he can absolutely heal. He's washed up at this point. I. We, this will be a different conversation at a different time. <laughs> where nobody it will saw end in a fight. that this was Pharaoh's last <laughs> yeah. day on the residence. <laughs> okay, but, we have. But yeah, Ka- <laughs> we have Kabe. 
<laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Okay. We have Kave, who is our four-star Dendro. I was kind of concerned. Like, I didn't really know what he was at first. Mm-hmm. Because um, it said sword. They were saying sword while in the special program, but he's actually Claymore user. Yeah. Um, And the briefcase is a toolbox. Mm-hmm. Um. So he has a mapping ability that can be used for offensive purposes, dealing dendro damage. Um, besides enhancing Kava's combat abilities, it's also capable of causing all dendro cores within a certain AOE to burst immediately. Um, mm-hmm. That will be his uh, elemental skill. His burst completely releases its energy. It converts Kava's damage to dendro, so he can basically infuse himself with dendro damage and increases combat capabilities. We don't exactly know scaling or numbers yet for that, but that's that. Oh, man, my bad. One more thing that I thought was really neat about Baiju mm-hmm. is exploration <laughs> talent. Um, inter- interacting with certain harvestable items will heal your current active character. Mm-hmm. So it kind of promotes you to pick up more materials throughout the world, and then you will in turn get healed. Yeah. So. Anyway. Uh, Kave crafts landscape building and courtyard type furnishings. He has a hundred percent chance to refund a portion of those materials used. I love the wordplay there. A hundred percent chance to refund a portion. Yeah. Uh, 50% pa- of the time it works all the time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and a passive talent in Kave will regain HP when taking damage from Dendro core explosions. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, this is a direct, uh, he is made, to me, at least from like a very, you know, uh, like first glance, he is supposed to be paired with Baiju and Nilu. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. That would be a, like certainly a decent combination. Um, but I don't. There's I have one gripe, and it's kind of like minus. It's like very minuscule, but. I, I liked how Dory was the Claymore user, but it kind of just, like, spun around her and she didn't actually hold it. And now I feel mm-hmm. like... It's, like, a thing. It's a thing now. Yeah. And I don't like it. I, I agree. I, I like to keep animations unique, so... This did feel very um, rinse and repeaty. Yep. Uh, Kave kind of seems like a he's going to be a main DPS, right? Um, I, think his own... gonna, I think he's going to be very... Uh, I think he's actually going to fill a similar role as as Nilu for the most part. So, yeah, I think that there's a lot of places that you can just... That you would slot her in, and you can slot him in as well. Yep. Uh, yeah, seeing as though that he infuses his own attacks with Dendro damage, mm-hmm. probably going to want him on the field. Yeah. Especially after using a burst. So Yeah, there's definitely some good utilization for that, for sure. Yep. So I'm excited about Kave. Um, honestly, now I was more excited before I found out about his kit. I'll Me too. I, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, same, same, same for Baiju as well. Obviously, um, mm. but I yeah. kind of, I kind of, I think we all knew that Baiju was gonna be the, a healer. So I'm I knew okay he was with have it. A, a healing aspect. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess we're going to have to wait and see exactly how he scales and how he looks. So, we'll see. Yeah. But since he's not going to standard banner after uh, after the update, he's probably going to be all right. True. Um, we have new weapons and artifacts. Jadefall Splendor. This would be the five-star catalyst to pull for with Baiju. Looks really good. Mm-hmm. Looks cool. Um, I asked my wife 
what she thought of it, and she said, it looks like a circle. And I was like, go away. She said it looks like a what? Looks like a circle. I mean, she's not wrong. She's not wrong, but, uh, <laughs> you know, obviously I wasn't asking you, hey, what shape does this look like? <laughs> right. A little light on details, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so I from I saw leaks on this, and I, I don't know if the numbers were true, but uh, this looks like probably going to be a really good weapon for Baiju, and it will help out his kit a whole lot and make at least farming artifacts and a whole lot easier mm-hmm. to get him where he needs to be. But uh, what do I know? I am not a Fury Crafter whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but I'm really excited about Baiju, and assuming that he is a good character, I do plan on pulling him C0 and then R1 for his weapon. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Depending on like how it works out. Because right now I'm like at this point where... I need Nahida on like three different teams. Right. And I have her on my Sino team because her like the buffs that Sino gets and the Dendro application is great with her, so yeah. I'm now at this point where I need somebody else, another Dendro support to like help out because I can't It's like another Singcho Yalan like yeah. predicament. Yeah, it, or uh, yeah, Benny Boy as well. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yep, or Zhongli, so, like just... yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I definitely think that he he could pick up the slack there for sure. He would be a, a second to Nahida in you know a different team comp. So, that's so you are idea. gonna pull for a C zero of Bai of Baiju. I am gonna pull for a C zero. I would go for. I I don't have any weapons like you know character specific weapons. Unless I have them at C2, though, because the odds are, I mean, like, you're better off pulling uh, for a a character's, like, a good character C2 rather than their weapon, both monetarily and and usually, um, like, damage-wise as well. Usually you get bigger buffs on your way up C1, C2 than you do with a weapon, typically. Yeah. I think... Yeah, I agree, especially if I think like the only time that I would disagree with that and I think I don't know, maybe there's a few characters that are like this, but I don't really the, know there specifically. There are a few characters that would that would go against that. Like I said, it's they're, like their like constellations that, are just complete dog crap and or or they don't get like way better until they're higher or they're or their weapons just god mode good, you know what I yep. mean? Like yeah. some there are those situations for sure. Yep. Um but I do plan on pulling for Baiju. Uh mm-hmm. were you I'm pretty sure since he's in the second half, my birthday's in like early May, like the first week of May. <laughs> so right. I'm going to be pulling for Baiju. Uh, well, I should say my wife is going to pull for Baiju. Oh, that'll be cool. So we're going to stream my wife doing going through the prologue of Genshin Impact. Mm-hmm. She's going to play and do the prologue. She's probably oh, wow. going to get like super sidetracked and not complete anything. That is probably the case. Um, but she's going to try to go through that, and then we're going to do, and she's going to do my Baiju pulls for me. <laughs> and, That'll be um, a good time. Yeah. So I'm kind of hesitant, though. I say I want to go C0R1, but it's not me doing the pulls, and I know my luck has been really good, but I'm hoping that my wife will pull through for me. Yeah. Yeah. True. It's all, it's all on her luck now. Yep. 
Also, she <laughs> thought Al Haytham was a location in Genshin Impact and not a character, so shame on her. We have we have that going for us too. <laughs> we have two new artifact sets. We have Nymph's Dream. It is a two piece hydro damage bonus of fifteen percent and a four piece uh, bonus after a normal charge plunging elemental skill or elemental burst hits an opponent. One stack of Mirror Nymph will be triggered, which lasts 8 seconds. Uh, when under the effect of 1, 2, or 3 or more Mirror Nymph stacks, the attack will be increased by um, up to 25%, and Hydro Damage will be increased by up to 15% additionally. So with a 4-piece, you're getting an additional 30% Hydro Damage bonus. Mirror Nymph stacks created by Normal Charge and Plunging Attacks. Elemental Skills and Elemental Bursts exist independently. So, yeah. So you can have multiple stacks and if like you get another stack the first one that like doesn't refresh they are literally stacking so yeah um someone said that this would be good for child but yeah it actually really would be cool yeah Um, good good option there we have oh boy vorukasha's glow two piece hp hey well done i think i nailed that yeah yeah i think you did (laughs) um two piece hp plus 20 percent Four-piece elemental skill and elemental burst damage will be increased by 10%. After the equipping character takes damage, the aforementioned damage bonus is increased by 80% for five seconds. This effect can in- this effect increase can have five stacks. Mm-hmm. So is it 90 times five then? Because I think we talked a little bit about this on stream when we were watching this, but so we couldn't I, really I figure it out. I think it would be 18% because it's... After the equipping uh, characteristic damage, uh, see, in- the bonus is increased by 80% for five seconds. So the bonus is 10%. So it would be 18% total. Not 90. So if you use a skill or, bur- or burst, mm-hmm. your burst damage will be increased by 10%. So you right. immediately you have a plus 10%. Right. And then if they take damage mm-hmm. that bonus damage from 10 percent is increased by 80 so then it's 90 percent no i think it i think well i and i could be wrong but how i think they're saying it is that it's increased an extra 80 percent of that 10 percent so it's up to 90 no it would be yeah the aforementioned the- damage bonus is increased by 80 percent Right? It's increased by eighty percent. I read it as increase that that damage bonus is increased by eighty percent, which would be basically eight percent. Does that make sense? Because it, it would be eighty percent of that ten percent increase. Does that make sense? Which would be the equivalent of of roughly eight eight percent. Oh, not, not roughly, exactly yeah, yeah, 8%. Yeah, yeah. So you would basically huh. be getting 18% total increased damage right there without the stacks. Hmm. Yeah. That's how I read it. I do agree it's kind of ambiguously worded. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And I also think it would be super busted. <laughs> I mean, it, it would, right? Way around. I mean, it's already that... very good this way. So, so if it, if it can be five stacks, then it'd be 18 times five. Right. It would be 18 times five. 
Yeah. So you'd be getting up to uh, 90%. <clears throat> I think that's right, right? Math-wise? Yeah. Yeah, yeah something about that. So uh, I think the, it'd be 90% there, which is still very good. Um, and the fact that this increase happens when the equipped character is off field, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess this is Baiju, right? Um, this is definitely meant for uh, what's-her-face. Um, An HP scaling character for sure. Uh, what is her name? Oh, I can't believe I'm blanking on it. Girl that just came out, last last new character. Um, Shen, huh? <laughs> no. no uh, new character. No, no, no. New Dea. character. Dea. Dea, thank you. It's definitely meant for Dea. Um, but it works. it works for anyone with, like, HP building. So, mm. especially, like, support wood. So, like, the first thing that came to my mind, it, it was definitely, tr- like, targeted for her, but it, it's so broad, right, that it works for so many other people. So, um, I think that the first thing that came to my mind was Zhongli. Uh, like, this on Zhongli, fantastic with, with his shield going. If, if it's, we kind of spoke about this whenever you're doing it on stream, if it considers mitigated damage as a proc for that increase then basically they can just keep hitting the shield all day stacking for you so that would be fantastic and that shield just never breaks so (laughs) and you know it's going with hp works perfectly with him so Mm. we'll have to see i mean if so zhongli's next rerun i'm gonna have to i mean there's there's never a reason to not have Zhongli. There's just even more of a reason now, right? <laughs> Especially because when the shield breaks on C6, it heals, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's wild. I don't, I don't know. I haven't looked at Zhongli's C6 in forever because I'm like, I'm never getting up there. <laughs> I probably to, should, but yeah. I'll have to see like when it comes out like what how other how it actually does play out because I'm really... I, like that wording just is is too simplified to make me think ninety percent, but I get what you're saying. Where it's eighteen, yeah. Just look at it this way: like even just looking at it, it could be either one, right? Just looking at like what it could be, the potential increase. One is way too big, like True. way too big. Yeah. So I just really don't think it's that. But honestly, Daya needs it to be that <laughs> That's true. <laughs> she could use it. <laughs> All right. We have new bosses and enemies. We have the Dendro Dragon, which is a new... I'm assuming this is is like... There's... I don't know. Is this a world boss? They didn't really say. It's a new weekly boss. Okay. A new weekly yeah. boss. Green Dragon once rules Sumeru, but its color changed to yellow sand. Recently, it is suffering from some kind of illness. The battle be, will be split into three phases. In the second phase, you will need to protect the said dragon from monsters in order to prevent the illness from getting any worse. And in the third phase, it will unleash powerful attacks. Not what I would expect a dragon to look like, but uh, it's cool nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no, I, I think I like the look of it. Um, I think it's pretty solid. Glad to have another weekly, too. Um, it's an interesting take, like, aesthetically. Yeah, especially with, like, you're trying to protect it, too, while you're also beating the crap out of it. So that's interesting as well. <laughs> True that. <laughs> we have Iniquitous Baptists. All right, is this is this a overworld boss? Is this also a weekly? They're going to give us two um, weeklies in a row? This one, 
This one's not a weekly, I don't think. Okay. See, I would have thought the opposite. I'm... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that this... I'm pretty sure the other one was the weekly, and then this one is mm. not a weekly. No, that makes sense, because what would this drop? Because it has all, like, a bunch of different elements, so that yeah. does make sense. Okay. Um, It can use multiple elements in battle, and will create shields according to the corresponding elements to reduce damage. It looks like it can hold electro, pyro, and cryo all at the same time. Uh, I think it's cool. I'm excited to see... I'm more excited about the lore and backstory about where this boss comes from more than I am about fighting it. Yeah, I'm with you there. I also think that he's going to be an annoying boss to farm too, so yeah, we'll we'll have to see. (laughs) I think... Uh, this kind of reminds me of a more watered-down version of Scaramouche, but mm-hmm. that's just me. Yeah, true. We have the Animo and Hydro Hilatrol Rogues. I am so excited to see these things Bro. in the overworld. Yes, me too. Whenever I saw these, I was like, oh, thank you. This was honestly the biggest thing for me from this, surprisingly. Because I was just like, these two character models are honestly amazing. And it since it applies directly to the Hilly Turtles, I'm like, finally they get a win. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. after we've been shown, like, we should probably sympathize with these characters a lot more than we do. So at least they have, a, like, a really cool version out there. Yeah, I think this is great, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we have been covering, or we were covering the manga chapters for a while and in the manga chapters they actually show you some hillitrills that we haven't seen yet even with these two mm-hmm. um and this kind of makes me hopeful that we are going to see more versions of the hillitrills because these designs do look great yeah uh they don't look like i mean other than the mask and i mean i guess some aesthetics they don't look like hillitrills yeah and i they... think that's what i like the most about them exactly i, I like that they're you know much larger first of all and second of all, I like that they do have the, um, you know, the, the crux aspects of a hilly churl, you know, most specifically the mask and everything. But, um, yeah, they just look super badass finally. So, yep. These hilly churls are wandering across Tavat and don't belong to any hilly churl tribe. Sometimes they assist another hilly churl in need of help and have unique combat styles. Um, they look great. The Animo and Hydro, you can you can obviously imagine if you haven't seen it. I definitely recommend checking it out because they look great. Yeah. Oh, and the Scythe. Oh man, mm-hmm. give me that as a weapon, please. This literally made me want like I was like I want this as a character I can play, please. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, we have a new quest. We have a story quest for Baiju that will be available Act One. Uh, and then we also have Act 2 of Nahida's Story Quest. So, a lot of story content coming out with this oh, update. Yeah. Um, in this story for Nahida, you will learn more about the Dendro Dragon, which is the new enemy. Um, what it has been through and what exact what exact change uh, it has taken uh, to get its current twisted form. Mm-hmm. New hangout event for Layla. This is Series 9. Uh I'm excited for it. I just, it kind of just seems kind of really late for this though. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It should have came a lot, er- a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, the version wide uh, event is a parade of Providence. 
Uh, six Darshans will compete with their own gameplays. You will get a free Farozan from this event as well, which is really good because That's you nice. need a lot of her constellations to make her good. To make her worth anything. <laughs> um, yeah, but she's really good once you have her C6. So Yes. This helps me because I only have her at C3 or C4, and I need her at C6 for my Wanderer team. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, Academia Extravaganza is the name of the event. Um, the Ratwast are going to use an astrolabe used for studying astrology, um, and this will be at their booth. When you adjust the astrolabe at an appropriate height and angle, the stars on the astrolabe will light up and form a pattern. Uh, Kashwar, uh, the gameplay features the mechanism and architecture, otherwise, you know, in Kava's favor. Uh, Serenity Teapot, you need to use the least possible materials to build a roadmap and meet certain requirements within a limited space to complete the challenge. Fahomana, an archaeological activity where you must use a gadget to detect relic replicas. Carefully observe the surrounding environment and eliminate enemies and others that might disturb the detector gadget. Haravatat, uh, you will listen to Storyteller, uh, and you will ask them some questions to discover key information to receive some clues. That will lead you to the truth of the story. We have Spontamad, which will be your general combat challenge. Um, and you will choose your enemies' buffs and your buffs as well, which is, mm-hmm. I think is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the Armurda, uh, set up by Tignari, controls replicas of various creatures and commands their movements to a specific rhythm. And you'll like be able to, like, they show you controlling a weasel and you use it to jump up and collect coins. So, which one are you most excited about doing? Mm. The first one looks pretty cool to me. The Ratavhuayast, or whatever it is. Ratwast. Ratwast. Yes. That one mm-hmm. looks pretty cool. Um, just because it's very, you know, celestially driven. Mm-hmm. So, I do like that. Um, what about you? Honestly, I just want to control creatures and make them jump up and down. So, probably a murder. But I'm more interested in who the member is. So, each... Darshan has someone who has studied under that Darshan. Uh, for Spontamod, it would be Sino. Kashwar is Kave. Farazan is Harvatat. Tignari is Amurda. And Layla is the Ratwas. But Vahumana, they're kind of blanked out. And I'm yeah. assuming that it looks like they have like an academia hat on. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know. Yeah. But I'm assuming I thought it was Wanderer because you see him in the trailer. Right. Doing that like they're looks like they're playing catch with a ball. Right. Of energy, but I don't know who who it's going to be. You think it's yeah. Baiju? Maybe he went to Sumero. It could be, but I don't know. Eh. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure. We'll see. We have Fulm fulminating sandstorms another event taking place in sumeru uh in the desert to be more specific you'll be helping academia scholars in the desert defeating enemies and assembling the wena slayer cannon brewing development uh combat event in this event you need to complete three consecutive combat rounds during each round the system will randomly activate one or more possible effects at a set interval or time if the buff you receive happens to synergize with your team composition then your team will be really start to shine. And we also have Overflowing Mastery, which is the talent leveling materials. Double drops for talent books in the domains once a day, three times a day for a week. 
The Recollector's Path. This one I'm actually really interested in. After mm-hmm. helping Sorush recover her powers, she looks to be like a little... Um, looks like a pyro version of the little oceanid gadget we got in Mondstadt, but I didn't get it because I wasn't around during that time. Um, there will be an event for you to help her train. You will guide Sorush to drive away enemies, conduct speed training, and complete puzzles. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, I like it. All new area. Uh, this is the... Oh, what is it? Oh, this area is located deep in the desert, northwest of the desert of Hadramavith. According to mm-hmm. legends, it was one of the main rifts where monsters emerged from during the Conria disaster 500 years ago. Yeah. Although it was originally desert, the ecological completely... The ecological location... I don't know. This this, this That was... Yeah, this is... Yeah, misread. Grammatically incorrect. Yeah. Um, the area has completely changed due to the power of the abyss, changing it to a large uninhabited area. Yeah. Very interesting. Very cool looking. I like what they did with the biome around it and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, very good job there. Yeah. I would assume that that, like, if you look in the, either the first or the second one, you have, like, those really weird like purple structure like husk looking things sticking out of the ground and then there's yeah. the hole in the middle with that kind of looks like the abyss or what would be mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming we're gonna go down there it's gonna be like the new Enkonomia. yeah i think you're probably right um fortunately you have a new little helper for your exploration in the new area just like leopar a pari named sorush will help you where you can control her and fly around the area um and you will actually, like, she is... Oh, I see what they're saying here. Sor- Sorish is the one flying. It's not actually your character yeah. flying. She's kind of like a drone, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, very cool. Uh, mm-hmm. It adds a little bit of a twist on the exploration. Yeah. We also have the new uh, new album for the Sumeru region music, the Unfathomable Sand Dunes, that is going to... <clears throat> Excuse me. Will be released soon. This album is comprised of three discs compiling all the original music for Sumeru region from 3.1 to 3.6. Um, yeah, I'm assuming we're probably going to get another one. Mm-hmm. It looks like I I think we're going to go all the way to 3.9 with this. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I don't think we've gotten all of the I hope we haven't gotten all of the of the jungle area of No, certainly Sumeru. Not. I hope we get more of that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. Because we've been in the desert for a while, and honestly, I'm kind of getting tired of it. <laughs> I feel you. Uh, but again, uh, very cool update. It's It seems jam-packed. Mm-hmm. What are you looking forward to the most? Definitely the Hilly Charles, not going to lie. That, that okay. take, yeah, it takes the cake for me. Um, I think I'm looking most forward to also the Hilly Charles. It's kind of 50-50 for me. I really want to know more about this area. Yeah, I mean, the area is uh, another gigantic thing, but it shows you how awesome these characters are if I'm pulling for the characters over the um, the new entire area that we're going to be going into. Yep. Uh, I don't think it's a coincidence that we are getting two new Hilatrillian enemies. We know that they are from Conria, obviously, mm-hmm. and that we're also getting, in the same update, one of the main rifts where the monsters emerged during the Conrad disaster 500 years ago. So I'm assuming that we'll probably get another main rift again. Yeah. 
I'm thinking so. And get more new enemies along with it. So Yeah. Very cool. Looking forward to this update very much. Um, I think the only thing that I'm not really excited for is the fact that I can't pull for Baiju right away when the update drops. Yeah, you're going to have to wait a little bit. But it means I get to save, so. True. Very cool. All right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, you guys would have listened to most of the uh, anniversary messages left by listeners of the show. Um But when we come back, we'll read some of the ones that did not get submitted as an audio format. And then we'll continue with Wish of the Week, Question of the Week, and we'll wrap up the show. or Subi for short. I love the podcast itself for being able to hear Dalton and Pharaoh's thoughts on various parts of the game and any lore connections they make. And their answers to weekly questions are always entertaining. But my favorite part of the pod is the community that's been built around it. I started listening and then joined the Discord when I was still a pretty new player, stuck and struggling, and they all helped me grow as a player and enjoy the game even more than I had before. And of course, the memes and banter are also top notch. Happy anniversary! Yo yo yo, Saul, Nyanko from Belgium here. As we say, bon anniversaire. So very cool podcast, yeah. Great discussions and summary of the story. Uh, that makes me enjoy the game even more, I think. I also like to hear uh, different opinions on new characters and other features as well uh, on the podcasts and uh, in the Discord. So it's the first Discord community that ever kept me interested in reading and taking part in many of its chat channels. So keep up the good work. Rain here, here to congratulate the Resonance on their big one-year anniversary. Just want to thank you guys for being not only the best podcast for Genshin Impact news and discussions, but also the best Genshin community I've had the pleasure of being a part of. I've really enjoyed everything you guys have done, and here's to everything the next year is going to bring. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Desim, and I would like to congratulate the podcast on one year. It's been an honor making so many memes, and I can't wait for more in the future. Desim's meme team, assemble! And we are back from our break. I gotta talk. I gotta talk like we just like they just listened to. Oh yeah, the audio. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that was a lovely message from our listeners. So thank yeah. you guys for submitting that. Mm-hmm. Which they was your awesome favorite one? Um, I cannot pick a favorite. I'm not allowed to pick a favorite. <laughs> You're good. You're good. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get you there. Nope. <laughs> All right, so how we're going to do this is we have three more to read. We're going to take turns reading these. Okay, so I'm going to read the first one. 
Happy mm-hmm. one-year anniversary. I started listening to the podcast around July or August of last year, I think, and I was so happy to find a Genshin podcast that I liked. The podcast is funny and informative. It's very nice to have a podcast to listen to on Monday mornings walking to school. Although I wouldn't say I talk much on the Discord, everyone's very nice and helpful. My favorite channel is probably the podcast memes. Hope everyone wins their next 50-50, and that is by Sparrow. Thank you very much, Sparrow. Greatly appreciate it. That is very well done, Sparrow. But Angel's next, and this one goes, Thank you to the residents for being a great start to my week and for brightening my day. I started listening around episode 7 and have looked forward to every Monday ever since. The podcast has started one of the greatest communities around this game, and talking with people who share interests is just great. If you need help with co-op or just life in general, there's always someone to help. I wish the best to everyone and happy one year anniversary. Hey, from Angel. Nice. Very nice. And also, I just want to go ahead and mention, I think episode seven was when I first came in. So, yeah, right? they joined that. Like, I, I don't know, honestly. Basically, yeah, like I was the reason why they they now love this podcast. So, uh well (laughs) debatable (laughs) (laughs) okay we have one more Maya writer wrote in I hope I'm not too late for this but regardless I was still right here you were not late obviously congrats on reaching the one year anniversary milestone that's a huge deal I started listening in September so I've not been a listener for very long but this podcast is one of my favorites I always look forward to hearing what Dalton and Pharaoh have to say about the newest story quests and updates along with how they will answer the question of the week and who they will voice for podcast reviews, haha. Also, I'm grateful for the community that comes from the Discord. I don't know anyone in real life who plays Genshin, so I have felt isolated in regards to being a fan of the game. It's wonderful to have a place where I can connect with other fans of Genshin, whether it be to talk about story quests, share memes, or get help with the game. Again, congratulations on the milestone, and best wishes for this podcast and future banners. Thank you, Maya, very much. Very lovely. Okay. Pharaoh... It's been a year. It's been a year. It has been a whole year. So what? When we started this, we were still in Inazuma, yeah. So yeah, three point. What was that? Three point four or five, maybe. I think so, because we had a a pretty big ramp up to Sumeru. God, God, the, honestly, uh, the launch of that feels like just the other day too. <laughs> I know, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah, this update went flew by, and you know, obviously with the whole uh, hiatus they did during Ayaka's banner mm-hmm. and then they just streamlined everything an extra week so we got like an up an extra update so we probably shouldn't have even gotten the last update by now if they would have stuck to their original yeah so but now they're back so on track strange. so mm-hmm. all right let's move on wish of the week you going to take part this week i am not saving i'm gonna be saving okay you're gonna save mm-hmm. i'll do a couple um, I think I'm just going to do standard banner pulls. Yeah, don't go too crazy. Uh, I do need to save because I I need to pull Baiju and his mm-hmm. weapon. Potentially his weapon, but definitely Baiju. Yeah. And I am trying to collect Nilu, so... I will stick with my standard banner pulls. And the shop just reset, so... True. I'm good. Did you spend your shop reset ones I, already I, I did i already did yeah <laughs> i was weak. Did you get anything good yeah uh no not at all oh yeah yeah no no <laughs> all right here we go uh standard banner very low pity obviously i pulled a kuching like very early so 
We got a slingshot. Mm. And Skyrider Sword. Is Farzan on the standard banner? Um, no, I don't think so. No? You can't get well, it from standard or, yet? Wait. Yeah, yeah, I think she probably is, actually. Okay. Two blood-tainted greatswords. Dude, wow. I didn't get anything. Wow. Thrilling would, tales to end that. Yeah, I would leave it at that. Okay. Um, I'm going to do one pull on the limited banner. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, I have enough for a ten pull. Do I do it? It's an Ayaka constellation. No, I think you keep it. I think you keep it. Wow, look at Pharaoh being a nice guy, not egging me on to Well, I just think you're going to definitely need it for the next update. You're right, I will, I will. Unfortunately, uh, I thought, you know, our anniversary episode, we would hit it big and get like a double five-star or something, but who, I don't know. (laughs) Guess not. (laughs) That's only on a Yelan banner. Okay, we're going to go into question of the week. This question is by Ran. I think this is a good one. Would you like to see more narrative-based phasing in the world? For example, the different phases of the Jane Chamber being rebuilt. If so, whereabouts? So we've had a couple, right? I mean, we have the Jade Chamber. I think that's like the biggest one. We also have... Go on. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. We helped someone in Leeway build a shrine to one of the uh, Yakshas, I believe it was. Mm Mm-hmm. He, like, kind of defaces it or something, and then he comes back and fixes it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that. And so that, that happened over time? That did happen over time, yeah. Okay. Um, so now that that is, like, done. You can go there at, as long as you did the quests. Um, there's also the shrine in Inazuma for the cats, the cat shrine. Mm-hmm. True. So that got fixed up, and then they erected the stone cat statue. So there's that. Um, oh, I think know. I think I have mine. I mean, mine is very selfish, really. I want to see Ito gathering people to his clan over time. Like, so him, I want him amassing a giant clan over time, and like mm. a, a hideout and everything like that. Like, I think that would be super cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I, you know, I want like, him as like a mob boss at the end, basically, and we get to see it all unfold. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I want. I'm trying to think of like in Sumeru, right? Because like we haven't had one in Sumeru yet. Uh, right. I guess we we have actually. The in the desert we did with like the pyramids and stuff. They kind of change a little bit. Actually, they change mm-hmm. quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I would like to see. Kave fix something architecturally, like over time, and then have him be able to move out of Alhaitham's house. <laughs> That's fair. That's good. And then <laughs> here's the thing: this is mm-hmm. why, because if he chooses not to, you know that. Then we know what's up. Then we know what's up. Gotcha. So. That's that's like my ulterior motive for that, but yeah, mm-hmm. I do want to see him actually fix something and then and then give him the opportunity to move out and not be broke anymore after he fixes something in Sumero. True, that was a good one. I don't think we got one in Mondstadt. Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I can't really think of one either. Like the only thing that's like, I'm, I'm maybe I'm just like thinking of broken things, but like Storm Terror's lair. Mm-hmm. I, I think mean, that they would could be like good. They, they could that. Because that was like an old Mondstadt city, wasn't it? It was like um, known yeah. as old Mondstadt or something. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe make a portion of, make like turn that into an actual city and like clear out some of those like useless monsters. Obviously, it's going to be locked True. behind like the Archon quest. Uh, but then, like, how would you get 
like chess and stuff. Yeah. I'm well, sticking ones, with my Sumerian. The ones one. we gave are good. Yeah, they're solid. Okay. Um, before we go, would like to thank our patrons. We have Muffy, Bustin, Nyanko, Flame, DJ, Asia, Soupy, Neku, Ran, Penguin, and Raichiha. Thank you very much for supporting the show. Other than that, enjoy the new outro music. Um, I worked really hard on trying to cut it and make sure that it sounded good and it fit. It is a vid- little bit more energetic than our original music, but I hope you guys enjoyed it nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for supporting the show for this year. Um, hopefully we have just as much fun in Genshin this next coming year in during our show than you know we did this past year. Absolutely. It's going to be a great next year for sure. I hope so. Because we got Fontaine. <laughs> yeah. And we'll you think we'll get we'll probably get one more zone, right? Like probably the entry of the next zone. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that would make sense. Anyway, other than that, this has been another episode of the Resonance and Ad Astravasas Travelers. <laughs>